אבל אם כאשר עצמי לאכול הצדיקים אמיתים שברנו לכל הצדיקים אמיתים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר בארץ המה ויבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן ואומר כה חכמה רבנו נחן מפגם את שמחה נענח נחמן נחן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן טוב ברוך השם הניו פרקאסט ושיחות ערן Also, we're going to do half of 32 today, Baruch Hashem. So let's hop right into it. And we discussed last podcast about the idea of praying. Second, you get up, not to avoid time using the restroom. Rabbeinu is going to continue on the subject, not on the inyan of the restroom, but more on the idea of tefillah and the importance of praying immediately. Ra'uy le'izdarez le'itpalel tamid ba'boker hashkem b'chol mashiuchal. Tefilling to be very, very hasty. To pray all the time, to be consistent in this, but to pray early up, to pray early in the morning, with as much um, strength as you can, to try to use all your abilities to try to get up as early as possible to pray. That's the main thing. The main thing is to wake up as early as possible and to pray. That because according to the great extent and the great level of prayer, the great level which prayer stands, which is precious and it's extremely, extremely lofty. Rabbeinu is saying, who knows if you'll merit later to pray. Rabbeinu is giving you a key here. The higher something stands, the higher something is, the holier something is. the harder it is to accomplish. That means if you do not put much attention to it, it can easily get distracted and it can fall into, you can fall into distraction and forget about it later. Or the Yitzhara is going to do as much as possible, the evil inclination is going to do as much as possible to distract you from doing this act. And because prayer stands at the summit of everything, it's the highest thing. Who knows if you don't pray early in the morning whether you'll be able to pray later because of the, the confusions of the world. Especially when it comes to something this lofty. As it says in the Tehilim, That which is exalted is degraded by the sons of man. The holier something is, the more it's spit upon. That means what? As Because tefillah is so holy, people do not give attention. Rabbeinu says, the reason why people have so much makhlaqa on me is because they put so much emphasis on prayer. And because prayer stands at the center of the world, therefore anyone... Anyone who gives importance to that which stands at the highest place is going to be also ridiculed. This is why I have so much makhlokir, Rabbeinu says. The Torah Nikute Moran. Rabbi Nathan writes in the name of Rabbeinu. Arken, therefore, kol ma shiuchal le'akdim atmo ra'uy lo lezerez me'onu ra'akdim. Therefore, anytime a person is able to get up earlier, a person should force himself to get up earlier to pray. Rabbeinu was very against those who prayed past the Zman of Shema and the Zman of Amidah. Rabbeinu ridiculed those who waited past this month to pray. Rabbeinu said, a person should get up to pray as early as one possibly can. And one time, someone came to Rabbi Nathan. It's a story brought down in the Sefer Kordeor, I believe. One time a person came to Rabbi Nathan and um, started telling Rabbi Nathan about the sadness which he feels whenever he hears that children, young children, are cutting off their beards and peyot. Younger people are cutting off their peyot. Younger men are cutting off their beards and peyot. 
because they're getting conscript, uh, um, conscripted in the army. And um, this man was telling Rabbi Nathan his pain, the pain that he feels um, of the fact that these kids are doing so many isurim by cutting off their beard and peot, that they're, they're falling into prohibitions because of this. And uh, Rabbi Nathan responded by looking at him and he's saying, and what about those people who pray past this man? He was shocked. He didn't realize that uh, those people who pray past this man are doing something just as bad. It's something that, yes, it's hard to fathom the idea, okay, one person who prays past the time of Tfilah or, uh, or Shema, and one who cuts up his beard and peyot, it seems like one is much worse. Rabbi Natan is here to come give us the, the comparison to tell you that it's not evident. It's not clear. One who prays past the Zman of Tfilah or Shema is doing something terrible. A person should get up as early as possible to pray. Because essentially, the main thing is to get do the action as quickly as possible. And Rabenu said, foolish are those people who think that they should uh, only pray when they feel they need to. Meaning what? That they, because they're not feeling it, they're going to say, I'm going to pray later when I'm feeling better. Or when I'm feeling this, that. No, Rabenu said, no, pray with whatever you can. Pray right now. Pray immediately. And force yourself to get into the feeling. That's a Yetzirah telling you, pray later, this, that. Pray right now immediately. That's the main thing. To engage in the act as quickly as you possibly can, as early as you can. To have hastiness and quickness, enthusiasm to do the mitzvah as early as you possibly can. Not to wait to feel the moment. Um, Rabbeinu was against that stuff. Siman Lamed Bet. Tzarech lechazek et atzmo be'emuna v'libli lichnos b'chakirot klal v'libli l'ayen klal v'sfarim shel mechakrim. A person needs to reinforce himself with faith. Again, we enter the subject of faith, something we cannot hear enough of, because, of course, every single day we need to renew our emunah. Something very difficult, a very difficult muscle to build. You have to engage in this study about this, speak about this, pray about this, every single day, every single moment. A person needs to reinforce himself in faith, not to enter sophistications and uh, philosophies klal, at all. Not to, to analyze, to look at, even open up the book of uh, the books of any philosophers, of uh, investigators, people who are trying to raise up questions and this and that. It's a very big issue. It's a very big prohibition. Rabbanu speaks about this a lot. He has many sections dedicated to this idea to not open up books of philosophy. So many people fall into the trap of this. I... I can't even, I'm not even going to speak from a personal level, but saying so many people can speak about how many people they've known. Close people, friends this, that have entered questions because they opened up wrong books. I have many friends that have done this uh, and have went off the path like this. It's a very big miracle for a person. It says about those people who go into books of philosophy, all those who go into it, do not return. It's something very difficult. Rabbeinu has an entire Torah, Lesson 64, dedicated to the Sinyan. Look over there if, uh, if you want to know more about this. Maybe you, you're in a personal situation, whatever it might be. Very deep stuff. <clears throat> a person, a person only needs to believe in Hashem. With faith alone. Without any investigations or inquiries, philosophies at all. 
ואף על פי שנדמה לנו שההמון עם הם רחוקים מהחקירות ואינם מחכים כלל. Even though it seems to us that the common people, they're far away from sophistication, they do not investigate, they don't even have the mind to investigate. אף על פי כן באמת כולם הם מעורבים בחקירות. רבנו says do not be mistaken by this. The truth is everybody is confounded with confusions, with these sophistications, with these philosophies. כי כל אחד ואחד יש לו חקירות. Each and every person possesses these, these, um, this skepticism. ואפילו קטנים באים על מחשתם חקירות ובלבונים. Even small people, people of small stature, small minds, simple people, they also confounded with confusions and sophistications, with philosophies. אבל באמת צריך כל אחד ואחד לזרז מאוד להחיק החקירות מליבו ולהשליחה מליבו לגמרי. But each and every person needs to be very careful to distance himself from these philosophies, from the philosophies of his heart. Or to push away his heart from these philosophies, sorry. And to throw, away from his, to throw these philosophies away from his heart completely, entirely. Not to be any philosopher at all, not even the slightest philosopher, not, in, not even to have the slightest inquiry or question against Hashem. רק להאמין בהשם ובצדיקים אמיתיים באמונה לבד בלי שום חקירות כלל. Now Rabbeinu adds a certain element that is crucial to this lesson. It's only, the main thing is to only believe in Hashem ובצדיקים אמיתיים. And in the true tzadikim. This is an element Rabbeinu adds here. This is the very key element. באמונה לבד. With great, with simple faith. With faith alone. בלי שום חקירות כלל, without any... Sophistications at all. Because we already merited to receive our holy Torah through Moshe Rabbeinu upon him be peace. And we had many great tzadikim, awesome tzadikim in every single generation. It's fitting for us to rely on them. We don't need anyone else. What's the point? of studying books of philosophy when we have tzadikim already told us everything. It makes no sense. Rabbi who's telling it makes no sense to me how people are going to other books, even books of Jewish philosophy Rabbi was so against. He mentioned certain books, I've mentioned it a thousand times in every podcast, certain books a person should not read. By specific authors also who were known to raise certain questions and have uh, philosophies and ideas that were against the Holy Torah. Rabbi who said to avoid certain books and he mentions the names. And um, it's not for his own honor, obviously. This is to save the the Jewish faith save the people of this generation especially because we're so susceptible to this problem and we don't listen to what Rabbeinu is telling us to avoid philosophy we don't listen we think we know better and unfortunately we fall into the trap and from that point on the second we open up the book is the second we're damaged we cannot undo the damage you have to pray so much for people like this we all have to pray so much for people like this and because each person possesses this we have to pray that we get rid of our own philosophies וראוי לנו לסמוך עליהם בלי שום חקירות ולדרך בעקבותם להאמין בהשמים בר בפשיטות. It's fitting for us to rely on these tzadikim without any sophistications, without any philosophies, to walk in their footsteps, their heels, to believe in השמים בר בפשיטות and simplicity ולקיים תורתו ומתוותיו to fulfill his Torah and his commandments כאשר מסרו לנו אבותינו הקדושים. Just like our holy ancestors have handed it down to us. וכשאדם הולך בתמימות באמונה לבד and when a person walks and Wholesomeness, in faith alone, without any 
פילוסופיס, יכול לזכות שיעזור לו השם יתברך שיבוא לבחינת רצון שהוא למעלה מחוכמה. If a person walks in simple, simple faith, he is able to merit that Hashem Yitbarach help him get to the level which is what we call a ratzon. The level called, called ratzon, desire, longing. Above wisdom. Because now Rabbanu is going to explain the structure of the way it works. He's going to give us the, the, the level, the layers of the way it works. Because the truth is, holy wisdom, meaning the wisdom of the Torah, knowledge, holy knowledge, is above faith. At a simple level, faith means to believe in something that you do not necessarily know. But chokhmah is to know something. Obviously, knowing something is greater than believing in it because simply, you've seen it. Knowing is like seeing it. Believing it is like you've never seen it yet. It's like you're choosing to believe in it. It's like you're... You're choosing to act as if you've seen it, but you've never seen it. Whereas knowing it is as if you've seen it with your own eyes. Of course, seeing something with your own eyes is greater, right? But Rabbanu says, actually, don't think like this. We do not need to go in the pathways of wisdom, even in holy wisdoms, Rabbanu say. Or in sophistications, especially sophistications when it comes into impure places. The main thing is to completely rely on faith every single time. Because faith is something very strong, very potent. And then, if you walk in faith alone without any sophistications or wisdoms, without any philosophies, you're able to ascend up to the place called Ratzon, which is even above wisdom. If you decide to stay on the place of wisdom to try to know everything, you can be there. It's higher than faith. But you'll never get to a place called Ratzon. Only if you submit yourself to faith every single time will you be able to get to a place called Ratzon. So yes, faith is below knowledge. But if you go back to faith, you'll be able to attain an even higher level. Something that knowledge cannot take you. Something that uh, knowledge can't take you, uh, take you to. A place which knowledge cannot uh, take you to. It's a level that faith can a faith can take you to a level which is what which is what we call ratzon muflag a wondrous ratzon a a special a special will this this wondrous will that is super strong. A will that you have for God with a passion that is so strong and so intense. To the point where this will is so strong, you have no idea what you want at all. You don't even know what you want to do. From the great yearning that you have, you have no idea what you want. All you want to do is you're going to scream. As Rabbeinu teaches us, you're going to scream, help me be a Jew. Help me merit to be a Jew, Hashem. And there's nothing higher than this. Not even wisdom. Look at Likut Alachot on uh, the secret of the Meraglim. Rabbeinu teaches us, uh, Rabbi Nathan teaches you a secret about this exact Inyan. How the Meraglim uh, were at the level of wisdom. They were, come from the aspect of Leah, whereas Eretz Israel is from Rachel. And Rachel is the aspect of Emunah. That to enter Eretz Israel you need faith. But the Meraglim, 
They couldn't understand the Chatzisar. Why? Because they could not submit themselves back to faith. They wanted to stay in the concept of wisdom, of knowledge, holy knowledge. And they had holy knowledge. But because they didn't lower themselves to faith to enter the land, they ended up being kofir in the entire land. They ended up denying the entire land, Hashem, and uh, causing this damage, this this cry for generations. Which we're approaching Tisha B'Av, which is very uh, relevant. The main thing is to lower yourself to faith. Even though you might have wisdom, you might study the Torah, you might know lots of things. The main thing is to perform the mitzvot as if you didn't know any of this at all. To perform the mitzvot with simplicity. Not because you know this thing or that thing, that, because you know the kavanah, the shema, that you're going to do the shema now. You're going to do the shema because Hashem told you to do the shema. And if you engage like this, even though you study, of course the main thing is to study, continue studying to gain this wisdom. But it doesn't mean to use it. <laughs> and that's a chidush Rabbeinu gives us that no one else talks about no one you can go anywhere else nobody speaks about the sinyan to study yes to gain the wisdom but not necessarily to use it for more about this I cannot encourage a person more to study the story of the Chacham and the Tam in Sipur Masyot. one of the 13 tales Rabbeinu told is the story of the sophisticated and the simpleton all the secrets about simplicity are in this story. If you want to be a simple Jew, a good Jew, you have to read this story. And Rabenu tells us, and underline this, and this is a famous quote, Rabenu tells us. However, there's a philosopher that exists in the heart of every single human being. And who is that philosopher? It's the evil inclination. He, in, he instills questions and philosophies and investigation, inquiries, skepticism within the heart of a person. A person, he needs to subdue this, to expel this from him. To expel from his heart all these sophistications, these philosophies, and to reinforce himself in faith, as we mentioned above. no. There are sins that a person commits that actually instill atheism within a person. Sometimes a person is overcome with thoughts that actually question his faith. Because he was conceived, he wasn't conceived in holiness, in proper holiness. Because his parents weren't together in holiness. Can you imagine? The sins of your parents can actually cause you to have questions of faith. It's unbelievable the, the cause and effect of things. Every action we do has such an effect. And there are those who also have added upon themselves evil actions, which also make themselves question their faith. So not only their parents cause them to have low faith, but they themselves are also fallen. Because there are sins, transgressions, that damage and blemish faith tremendously. And now Rabbeinu gives us a piece of advice to repair this. To repair this, you need embarrassment. You need to have shame and a broken heart. This, look at this. Huge. Someone tells us that one who has sophistications, questions against Hashem Itbarah, and these bad thoughts, God forbid, it's fitting for him to be shameful, to be embarrassed very much over the fact that he was born in such materialism, meaning the fact that his parents were 
weren't didn't conceive him in such holiness. It's fitting for him to be embarrassed over the fact that he was born in such impurity. Or that he himself has done actions to bring himself these questions. To bring, to bring these questions upon him. To have these thoughts against our holy faith. And when you have this embarrassment, this shame that you feel, whether it's from yourself or from your parents, whatever it might be, from both. And you have shame from the fact that Hashem's glory fills the entire earth. Because we know Hashem's glory fills the entire earth. The entire earth is filled with Hashem's glory. And he feels shame over the fact that thoughts are overcoming him, are hitting his head, that are trying to expel him and uproot him from the living God. That God, God blessed be, he is the life of all life. May his name be elevated. The fact that he feels this, it's impossible. You do not need to describe the great embarrassment a person should feel, a person is fitting to feel when these thoughts come about, uh, when these thoughts hit him, when these thoughts against Emunah hit him. A person should, be, should feel super ashamed and embarrassed over the fact that he's having questions about God, who's the life of all life. Who sustains everything? Who's done everything since the second you were born, since the second before creation, since the beginning of time till the end of time? How much shame you should feel over the fact that you have questions against him. And through that shame and embarrassment, that broken heart that you feel. Rabbeinu says this is an awesome piece of advice to expel and to break apart those philosophies and those bad thoughts that are within you. We see that many of these philosophers, most, if not all, um, the reason why they have fallen so deep into their philosophy is because they have no shame of God. They have no shame before Hashem. They have no busha. We see this today in today's generation. People have no shame before Hashem. They do whatever they feel they want. This is something, the true Jew, he has busha, he has a levnishbar. A true Jew, he has a, a shame before Hashem Ibarach. Even if he commits a sin, he feels shame. Rabbeinu teaches us, he says, even if you're going to eat pork, at least not let the oil draw, drip upon your beard. Simple thing. Sounds stupid. Very deep, what we're talking about. The main thing is not to engage in your tavot, not to engage in your desires the way you want to engage in them, to have, as if you have no shame. A Jew, even if he commits a sin, if, even if he knows he's suffering with something, he commits a sin. He'll never feel he will never feel full pleasure from the sin. Why? Because he always feels ashamed of the fact that he's going against Hashem. This is something that we have to understand. And this is something we have to understand on the wicked side as well. With regard to those people who really go against Hashem completely. They're trying to get rid of their shame. So they do acts that actually go against Hashem in an extreme fashion. To, rid, to, to subdue that shame. To suppress that shame that they feel. Because the nishama is always feeling ashamed whenever it, it falls into a dark place. Many Jews, God forbid, fall into dark places. And because they fall, it goes into a domino effect. Fall after fall after fall to the point wherever that shame slowly starts to dissipate. And they start to do actions that are very bad to suppress that shame because they feel that shame within them. And that shame, they cannot handle it. So what do they do? They push that shame away by doing actions that are even worse. You have to understand this. 
It's a very key, important idea to understand when we engage with people to try to bring them closer to Hashem. To make sure that we do not allow the philosophies of ourselves and others to harm us. That's it for today. We continue next podcast in the middle of section 32 from the words Uve Emet Emuna. Bizat Hashem.